0: I you know I'm casting with Peroni, Tony Yeah, yeah, yeah Who's up in this podcast? Blaze, Blaze it up Blaze that pot
1: up, Tony you. What's up, shades? Money guns, talk it all Tony talking stuff up Just to pee, my boys Yeah, we talking stuff up Andy surely be looking good in the shades And when we say it on the mic, Dustin, we got it made Money guns just a pee, yeah they living it up. Low life, yo life, boys we talking it up. Slaying while we playing on the podcast for sure. Slip my boy four shots when he's got work in the morning. look looking at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step into the pod shed and see what happens in there. Quit squawking, a back talk will hit you with a bat. Take a kick to those nuts and take a bomb on this map. B town, he's renowned as a man with the shades. And if your nuts get cracked, dude shut your face. Come back, get back, that's a part of success. If you believe in back talk, you'll be relieving your stress.
2: What is up, everybody? How is everybody doing tonight? As you see, if you're watching on the video, I look a little old school. I'm back on the phone for this special occasion. So, yeah, um, I got me and Money Guns with me, and we have a special guest, and we also have the asshole with us. So, yeah. Let's go around the horn and do like we normally do with the weeks. What'd you do this weekend? Let's start with Andy. I'm excited what to hear
3: did about this. I week. do a last what two weekends I we're do. back. Oh, you're yeah. right.
2: Yeah, I forgot about vacation.
3: Well, yeah, Do yeah, we have a? Va- I don't remember.
2: Yeah, we did have vacation. We had holiday. Week. We had holiday.
3: We had holiday week. Um, shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did a. I, well, then I've done a lot of stuff. I drank a lot of beer. Um, definitely drank a lot of beer. Because of the holiday. Um, had some excitement at Supreme Wrestling this weekend. Um, opportunity to get Steven Storm uh, a championship belt from Cash Jackson. Um, the dumbass referee, my son, <laughs> got in the way um, and uh, tried to. Foil our plans. So my son ended up going through a table. Um, thanks to Steven Storm. Um, I, I, which, you know, everybody's like, well, how'd you let that happen? I'll just stand by and watch that happen. I'm like, my son deserved it. Like, stay out of our damn business. Um, So he went through a table, and then Cash Jackson, I guess, has some anger issues because he hit me with a trash can. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny, to be honest with you.
4: It hurts, know. doesn't it?
3: It <laughs> I'll tell you what those trash cans aren't soft <laughs> no <laughs> um so that sucked uh but we've got some uh cool stuff coming up in supreme uh here soon we got uh, actually and we got a busy weekend we got a Saturday show in Madison and then we're back in Seymour Sunday um I sent my guys off to Florida though so I don't know if I'll be doing anything um We'll we'll have to wait and see on that if they decide to come back and uh, wrestle or if they're just not here. We'll find out. But my son decided also, uh, you can go on Supreme Wrestling Events and find this reel, Um, decided to interrupt a promo that uh, Stephen and I were cutting. Which also didn't work out in his favor because he got hit with a trash can lid and then a trash can and then we threw the trash can lid at him. Um, So you can go find that. Go to Supreme Wrestling Dash Events, I think it is. Um, You can find it. I share it all the time. So if you're following me, then you'll find it. Also, follow me, Andy Shades, on Facebook and share and like everything. I've got a post up right now. I don't know if you guys have seen this. My wife and I have a... My, my wife and I have a challenge. So she wants to go to this concert, events, festival. It's called Incarceration or something. I don't even know who's playing. It's probably some metal screaming shit that I don't really give a shit about. So, um, Or you can go to Wrestlemania. So the challenge is she, for everybody who likes it, is a vote for her for us to go to her concert. For everybody who shares it, it's a vote to go to WrestleMania, and I'd much rather go to WrestleMania. So if you're not a douchebag like some of the people are that listen to this podcast and decided to hit the like button and not the share button, um, go ahead and hit that share button for me because I would appreciate that. That's what I got, Tony.
2: All right. That's good. Not everybody's asleep because they're bored cause nobody cares what you do. <laughs>
3: Fuck you. None. what's your name that's what you, what's your that's name what, been for two weeks. what is your name
2: bald guy name? what's your name yeah what's your name my name yeah I'm the woo fuck you woo go ahead you've <laughs> been listening to too much Papa Roach <laughs>
1: that's what you been doing your last
0: two weeks well, two weeks ago we went out to Minneapolis for the weekend hung out did some stuff Nuts up! Nuts up! I've
2: been uh, almost gone. I've been drinking this whole damn time in the damn Mountain Dew. Sorry.
0: Went up to Minneapolis for the weekend. Went to Valley Fair and just kind of hung out. Went and uh, Andy introduced me when he was up here to Triple Diamond Sport Sport Break. So we went and checked them out, opened some cards. I don't remember the player we pulled, but it was a Redemption. So we got to send that in for cards. So that was kind of fun. Did that and then. This past weekend, I was down in Boone, Iowa for IMCA super nationals, watched about a hundred races in two days and it was fun. It's a whole week event, but, uh, worked down there a little bit, got, to, got behind the camera, didn't some of my camera work down there and, uh, got to fly at one of the, uh, they got drones there for their shows. These guys, kids are from California and they're like pros at it. They got, instead of, I don't know if anybody's ever been on a drone, you're holding a controller and the phone is in the drone or in the controller. They actually have virtual reality goggles. So they hooked one they hooked two of them up. One was he was flying with it and they hooked the other one up so I could like see what they're seeing. I don't know how the hell they do it. Because it's they're flying, they're upside down, they're all over the place. They threw brought me through a car and all that with in the virtual reality. So that was pretty cool to see. Those guys have some pretty good skills. <laughs> when it comes to flying drones. I know they do, they told me they do commercials for uh, Monster, like when cars are doing burnouts. You see them flying around the cars and those, those they're Monster Energy commercials, they're part of that. Um, but on that, got to work a little bit, got to hang out with some friends that I see once a year cause that's where we see them at. So we caught up, which was a good time and just raised some hell and had some fun. So but wait, is this the that,
3: big one? Is this the big one where like you see titties? Did you see titties? A lot of them. That's not the just purpose at night. of going to that. <laughs> not, not just at night. You could see them all day.
0: Uh, yeah, we have, they, they have a stage, and they do wet t-shirt contests, and they turn into other shows and all that. So, um, Like I said, you get to meet some pretty cool people. Um, we had a guy up here calling our races a few weeks ago, Wade Unger. Uh, Our Australian friend, uh, we had a blast with him like we always do. He makes methanol moonshine um, down in Iowa. That's where it's based out of. But he's from Australia. He's here half the year. If you've ever been to Knoxville Nationals or something, you've heard him talk. But the guy is freaking hilarious. He has a comeback for every little thing that you can say to him. So I got to hang out with him. We get to see him every now and then. You could see him once or twice a year, obviously, now. And uh, just brought back old memories and uh, didn't really sleep at all that's what super nationals is all about you just go out and have some fun and next thing you know you're at your next friend's trailer with their car and next thing you know it's five o'clock in the morning so then you get to sleep for an hour or two and then go back to work so that's what makes it interesting so, so need to say i only got about three hours of sleep probably this whole weekend
3: so did you pay for anybody to have a lap dance this time
0: no oh damn it Damn it. Nope, we we only hung around the girls for a little bit. And then we went and hung out with some friends. And Because uh, I was down there for the whole week last year. So we had some extra time to sit there. This We went down Friday morning, watched races, did the Friday night party. But we didn't get to see everybody we wanted to. But um, got to see some great racing. That's what it's there for. Like in the week event, if I read the post right or if I remember it right, I was half asleep when I read it. They ran over four hundred and fifty races, totaling over like two twenty-five hundred laps that week at that track.
3: That's too much.
0: Perfect. awesome. Doesn't stop. (laughs) Think Wednesday night they raced till two thirty in the morning. That's how long the show was. Jesus Um, Christ! But I got I got I wore a couple different hats there. I got a friend that's in the tech shed, so we got I got to go watch some teching and got to help tech some cars a little bit. So that made it fun. Got to DQ some people, which was fun. You know, people in their illegal race cars. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's an, it's an experience. And if you like dirt racing, they call it uh, America's racing vacation for a reason. Cause that's what it is. Starts Labor Day week, weekend, goes all the way through that next Saturday. And it is just a party and a good time. I mean, as you can see, I bought a shirt already. I mean, I, it's, a, it's a blast. I've been there three years in a row now. I was not going this year, but I got called to come down and work. Um, they had a couple guys that had to go home, family emergencies. So they called me to work, so I ended up going down. But um, the work is please, half the please fun. Please come
3: but. look at these titties with us.
0: Well, I, <laughs> like... I keep, we weren't behind camera with titties, but uh I've been accidentally to relax.
3: filming the wrong thing. Well that's
0: going on after the races, so we're not live anymore. <laughs> oh. Okay. But no, it's uh it's a fun time down there. Like I said, if you like dirt racing next year, it's always Labor Day Week. Uh, always look into it. It's uh it's a blast. Like they had a, just about eleven hundred cars signed up this year to race. That showed up this year. It's a lot of cars to get through a track. I mean wow. makes it fun.
4: Well, cool.
2: Very cool.
0: That's all I got, really. I mean, Tony, how'd you do? What'd you do all week, your last two weeks?
2: Same thing I do every week. Not a damn thing.
3: Work? He <laughs> doesn't I do know. shit, I swear. No, what,
2: what did I do? No, because Labor Day weekend, I worked that Saturday. Is Brendan a senior or is he a junior this year?
3: He's a senior.
2: He didn't paint his parking spot? I don't fucking know. No? Okay. Yeah, so that's what I did. I was at work on Saturday, Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Freaking high school seniors are coming in to buy exterior paint to paint their parking spots. So that's why I worked that Saturday, and that was no fun at all. Um, Then, yeah, I worked during the week. We went to a wedding over the weekend, so that's why you see I'm nice and I was clean-shaven, but, you know. Now you got the fuzzy caterpillar. Yeah, now I got the little fuzz going. So It sucks getting old when you get this because you get all white, and then, like, every so often you have these little black hairs because, you know, Reminds you of your youth, but, you know, you don't have anymore, so.
3: Yeah, well, you're you're,
2: you're, you're,
3: fucking old, out of shape, can't breathe, can't do anything. I mean. I
2: know, I, I'm there, so. Well, cool.
3: So, we do have a guest with us. Yeah, we do. We have Legion, um, who is, um, god, I, I you know, it's hard to. Hard to explain Legion, but uh, you know, I came in contact with Legion first at Supreme Wrestling. However, Legion also has a TikTok following doing something different outside of uh, pro wrestling, um, which I find very entertaining. Um, but uh, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, say hello to Legion and uh, Legion. What'd you do this week?
4: <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, I did supreme. <laughs> I did supreme wrestling this weekend. Also, I did get to witness your son uh, get hit or go through a table. But I will say this: we did do something. My group custom made. Holds four of the six championships at Supreme now because they did win the Supreme Tag Team titles this week. So we've got two more to go, and I'd say by the end of September they're coming home.
3: And and so so yeah, Legion does he manages custom made, which which is fine. Um, they're probably they're they're, they're the most the strongest faction in all of spring wrestling and probably pro wrestling in general um the only thing is they, they they hold one title that i'm a little bit pissed off about and that's um eric draven's um indiana heritage title because he pretty much and i don't blame him listen he took advantage of a situation it was put into a triple threat right something i would have done with my guys too Right, uh, Steven Storm was right. supposed supposed to have a singles match against Derek Winner for the Indiana Heritage Championship, and Eric Draven got himself inserted into that as a triple threat. He walked away with the belt, which should have been Steven Storm's. So, I, I'm a little pissed off that he's holding the belt, but I get it at the same same time I don't blame him for taking advantage of the situation.
4: That's what it's all about—is taking advantage i mean and half your problem is too and apparently it's becoming my problem too is going to be damon blade but see the difference between me and you is i'll light his ass on fire i've done it once i'll do it again so i'm not worried about that but that's the problem right there
3: yeah i and and so uh, yes and i i've seen Legion light people on fire. In fact, I've had to suspend Legion when I was the director of operations um, for lighting a referee on fire because that's just not something we should be doing. Uh, Well,
4: now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. We told you we didn't want that referee because he's worse than your son. Let's put it that way. And we told you so. I'd already made the decision. When we asked nicely for you to get rid of him, I was sacrificing for the family. So I was going to light his ass on fire, and that's exactly what I did. A sacrifice. Plus, Tony Betancourt so stupid, he was still paying me for my 30 days. So it was a vacation. Thank you, Andy. Well, there you go.
3: And, 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 you know, know, at the bottom of my heart, I didn't want to do it. But at the same fact, in the position I was in at that point, I did have to um, be a little bit professional and take care of um, the locker room. So I had to do what I had to do and suspend you for 30 days. And um, It is what it is. It's water under the bridge, as they say. Um, we'll see how Stephen Storm continues to react about this inner, in, Indiana Heritage title, though, because we may have an issue. We may have an issue. Well, just as long
4: as Derek Weiner don't have it, that's all I'm worried
3: about. That's right. No more, no more wieners holding titles.
4: Uh,
3: <laughs> but let's let's talk about your other endeavor for a minute. And I know you all brought. Right. I know Blair is not with us today. He's gotten hung up with work and stuff like that. So, um, but you you had brought su- a surprise for Blair. Um, you want to go ahead and introduce your surprise for Blair now? Sure. I'll
4: put my glasses on because I'm about halfway blind.
3: <laughs> it's all that lighting people on fire. <laughs>
4: but see, I, I've heard, I'll, I'll give this to Blair. I've heard what you said about me. Maybe I'm not entertaining to you. That's perfectly fine. However, I have found the perfect book that I'm going to read to you. And it's called, can you see it? Good night, race
1: cars. (laughs) I like it.
4: Good morning, speedy race cars. Are we ready to share a wonderful day? Vroom, vroom. Hello, brave race car drivers. Steer safely. Greetings, mechanics working on that mighty engine. Buckle your seat belt. Here comes the dragsters. Go stock cars trying to win the Daytona 500. Watch the speedy pit crew as they change the tires and fuel the car. What do all these race flags mean? Green means go. Checkered means end of race. Red means stop. And yellow, slow down. Good afternoon, Indianapolis 500. One of the greatest races in the world. The inside of a race car is called the cockpit. You can't get much faster than a Formula One race car. Good evening, stunt car, performing amazing tricks. Good evening, off-road racing cars, kick up the dirt. Good night, antique racing cars roaring down the track. Good night, sprint cars racing under the night sky. Good night, toy racetrack and race cars. Good night, children. Good night, incredible race cars. Thank you for sharing a wonderful day. Vroom, vroom.
3: <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. So so to, to, to follow that up, Legion's TikTok is about reading children's books. Um, and for those of you listening on Spotify, Apple, Samsung, wherever you're listening and not watching the actual video, Legion is here in black and white face paint with a knotted up um goatee which is probably about 10 inches long with skulls um in the background and a purple black light so imagine that and it reading children's books and just go to <laughs> go to the facebook page Talk, and uh you you've got to watch it because it's um Amazing. So, what other books have you read, uh, Legion? Yeah. Well, just a matter
4: of fact, I have some of them here. Because I can't remember half the names of them, but the ones that I have up on TikTok right now is what, Green Eggs and Ham and I'm getting into uh, doing nursery rhymes also. But, uh, I will be, I've got The Pout Pout Fish. Oh, it's a good book. I've recorded most of these, but I didn't like the way they come out. So a lot of the stuff you're going to see on TikTok right now, some of my older stuff, watch that. In the next couple of days, I will be releasing new stuff. And I will be releasing Good Night Race Cars for Blair, and I'll make sure I mention him. But I'll give you a sneak peek of this one because it's great. It's called uh, The Wonky Donkey, but the best part <laughs> of this book. Oh, listen to this.
1: <laughs> it's sound well, oh, well, effects.
4: Yeah, and uh, so I'll be doing that. I'm starting to get into uh, – I'm going to read some of the Grimm's sp- tales – And then I've got another book, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the tortoise and the hare and the snake and the bear and the elephant and the mouse. So I'm kind of uh, broadening my horizons, I guess, because I'm not too sure if uh, people are scrolling on TikTok and these people see this, they're not going to show it to their kids.
3: But I think they should. But, yeah. I I mean, it was – um, and, and we've talked about this before. Well, b- before we go too far, ha- where can they find you on TikTok? What's your TikTok name?
4: It is Father Legion 13 13, Father Legion 13. Okay. They can find me there. Like I said, I've just what, had it up for maybe a month, month and a half. Yeah. yeah. And then you can also follow me on Facebook uh, at Father Legion and just follow me there. Uh, I'll start posting the TikToks on there too, because I mean, I am not much of a social media person, so this is all new to me.
3: You may but, have had, you may have had a small push into getting this done on TikTok.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'll if you don't mind, I'll tell the story. This sure. is how it all started we were the COVID deal. So we were all sitting around doing nothing. So I was making some promotional videos for Supreme wrestling. And, uh, I was sitting down here in my dungeon and just so happened there was that green eggs and handbook. So I picked it up and I read it and then I sent it to the, pretty much all the wrestlers in Supreme. well, That's been, what, a couple years ago, and then you come along, and I don't know how how we got on the subject, but I just started uh, to uh, quote Green Eggs and Ham, and you're like, you got to put this on TikTok. You got to put this on TikTok. And some of the other guys were poking and prodding, you got to put this on TikTok. So finally I put it on TikTok. So, but, oh, and let's talk about the library too. So i'm if i'm gonna do this i'm kind of one of those i'm gonna go all in and uh so i talked to two different libraries in the area one of them i know the lady and she's like there ain't a chance in the world
1: <laughs>
4: well the other one i did good on this one i'm like uh I would like to come and volunteer to read children's books. Oh, that's wonderful. We love volunteers. Okay, well, uh, (laughs) when are you available? And I'm like, well, there's kind of a catch. And she goes, what's that? Then I flipped around, put on TikTok, showed it to her. So I can't, I'm not allowed in the library. So (laughs) that was cool. But I I don't have a date and I'm not sure it's happening, but I've been approached to do a local haunted house and they want me to sit there and welcome the guests while reading children books. So I'm like, Hey, I want to go to this
1: haunted house.
4: (laughs) Well, it's a, it's a drama club thing for a local high school. So, and, and they're pitching the idea now. So I don't know if it's even going to happen, but they're like, you need to come and read. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that would be wonderful. I would love to read in school, but you know, then you, then you get into, uh, the superintendent, the principal, they're probably like, look at this freak. But then I'm like, you know, I did, uh, go to your high school one time so i blame that <laughs> this on you
2: <laughs>
3: but so how how but they're saying no to you how is this any different that i always forget the guy's name but we've talked about this a 100 times The uh terry was his last was it terry's his first name or his last name but he's out of indianapolis it was like sam terry yeah, Sammy Terry, that's who it was. Yeah. Sammy Terry, out of Indianapolis. And he would put on, uh, and this was when you had local programming still. But he would come on and do a, a shtick while while showing um, horror movies, right? Right. They would, show, they, they would show horror movies, but he would come on and do a shtick in between. And this guy was like a huge hit. I, I don't see how it's much different. Like why why the uh, libraries would be turning you away or whatever. I mean it's uh, I don't know.
4: Well, you've seen it at, at like the wrestling shows, especially like Saturday night. There was a lot of smaller children there. I didn't say a word to them. I just turned around and looked at them. I mean I know I know the one little girl had to piss her pants because she had her back to me and she turned around and I was kind of standing there looking right at her. So that poor kid flipped out. And I
3: think that's a lot of it. But I'm a fun loving guy.
4: I love children.
3: They're also (laughs) afraid of Santa Claus. What's the difference? Like, you know. I don't know. But Dustin, I know you got probably have something to say, but you've had the opportunity of having a a book read to you. That was a great experience.
0: I'll tell you that (laughs) I'll I'll never forget it. I honestly will never
3: forget it. So tell us about your experience, Dustin. It
0: was was exciting. I mean, I've had books read to me, but not like that. I mean, it was cool. You know, I've seen his videos before and it was just, it was a a surreal moment to actually have it done to me, you know, standing there having read a book to me and,
3: it was cool. Which was, it was the awesome. Football, thank you I'm, for it. It was the football. Yeah, love it was the football. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in foot fetish, people. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so to oh, catch was everybody. Awesome. I'll never forget it. To catch everybody <laughs> up, so Dustin comes and visits me, and I take him to Supreme Wrestling. He he gets choke slammed by yeah, you Tommy, kill me. Tommy Cash, right? <laughs> because he he laid in. I mean, you probably could have taken out Tommy Cash, but you laid in probably the weakest forearm I've ever seen in my oh, yeah. entire life. Um, hey, I'm not a wrestler. What am I supposed to do? So I was so trying Tom, to save you, and then you ran away. Yeah. So Tommy Cash just, think, you know, he thought he got bit by a mosquito, and turns around and sees you. Um,
0: <laughs> I was, so I was you,
3: thinking something smaller than a mosquito. So you go for a, so so you go for a little ride and get a choke slam, um, which. I will tell you is not fun, and I got two of them in my match with him, so it was not fun. Um, but uh, so afterwards, where we were cutting a promo, me and you, because that was supposed to be back talk show. We were taking over the show, and yeah, Tommy we were Cash taking that over. it over. So we were cutting a promo, and <laughs> as soon as we got done, Legion comes over with his book. And Is this the guy? <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, what did I do now?
4: <laughs> well, you look sad, so you needed a little pick-me-up.
0: Oh, you, you picked me up pretty good. I mean, that was that was that was awesome.
3: So what questions do you guys have for him? Anything? Uh, what, Tony what got you into wrestling? Tony
0: doesn't talk. What got you into wrestling? Like, What got you going on everything? What got
4: you into it? Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I started watching wrestling like when I was six or seven years old. So, I mean, I go back. I ain't trying to tell my age here, but I'm going back to Jimmy Hart, the first family, which is Memphis wrestling. So, I've watched it ever since I was little. The dream was uh, to become a professional wrestler. I mean, I even put that in my high school yearbook in the senior year. What do you want to be? I'm going to be WWF world champion. Well, that never happened, but, uh, so I had a, an acquaintance, I guess you would say that, uh, was a wrestler and that would be a sweet William Valentine. So he hooked me up with Eric Draven and, uh, it's something i've always wanted to do the the bad thing about it was i started later in life so i was already beat up by the time i got there so i decided to do the the managing and spiritual being the spiritual advisor to the stars
3: which is that's great so 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 how did you get to be legion
0: Yeah, that was my next question.
3: Where did Lee So, Legion has taken... From knowing you, Legion has taken... Whoever you were (laughs) before has taken him over.
4: Okay. So, back in the day, there was a group called Legion, an actual group. There was five of us. To go before that, I previously went by the real deal, Darren O'Neill. He got fired by a referee that's no longer there, thank goodness. And he fired him. So when I was sitting there thinking about how do I get back into the ring, how do I get back over there? It came to me. So then – That gift was given and I became devious Darren O'Neill. I showed back up and I recruited four guys that also had the evilness in them. I had pure evil, eternal damnation, a butcher and pure chaos. That same giant that choke slams you, he was the butcher, the Hollywood butcher. Mm. He got he got his uh, feelings hurt, so we kicked him out of the group. Well, then he went and got him some buddies, and we had a match. If uh, the group Legion loses, then we have to disband. So we lost, we disband. The other guys. They forgot all about it. They went back to wrestling as their former selves, and there was poor Devious sitting at home. Nothing to do. But as we said, we are Legion, for we are many. Well, Devious was such a devout follower of Legion that he became Legion, and he is many. And now you have me. Now, as far as the fans, you've probably heard it too, Andy. They'll call me Darren. Don't call me that. The thing about it is, yes, I am in the real deal's vessel. I'm well aware of who he was, who he is. But see, the problem is, he has no clue I even exist. You could say I live in his head. <laughs> Rent free.
3: Well, holy shit.
2: Is all I got to
3: say about that.
2: There. <laughs> um, okay, Freaky Jack Skeleton. So I got a question. Um. <sighs> <laughs> so, you and your minions that you have now, is been one of them has been on this show, you know, and I saw Two go, of them! Two of
3: them have been on this, have
2: this show! Two of them, hasn't it? So-
3: Because Charlie uh, Key decided he wanted to actually become something.
2: So, what did you do to Charlie Key to, you know, what'd you do? Warp his mind? Do something like that to make him come over to the dark side? Oh, no.
4: My group now is a little bit different. We're going- The group before that, we were called the Disciples of Legion. But Eric Draven, as you know, has always been like custom-made. And he had a group called Custom-Made. So we're going back to that. Not so much the dark, the darkness, but Charlie Key was easy. Because his best friend in the world basically turned his back on him right there in front of everybody. So I just went, me and Eric Draven just went ahead and had a little discussion with him. Because I can be your best friend. And just like Draven and even Tanner Saturn, they need a father figure. And that's exactly what I am. So I just gave Charlie Key just a little bit of fatherly love. <laughs>
3: Well, maybe you could give him some, you know, f- fatherly food, so he's not cardboard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch is cardboard.
1: <laughs>
3: I mean, he can he can go he can go in a ring, but fuck. God damn, man. anybody eat cardboard? It's fucking dry as shit. Hell yeah. And that's the way I do. I still feel that way about you, Charlie Key, just so you know, just ever since you've been on this show and shit on it. Um, oh, he's a good kid. You're now, fr- you, you, you got friends with my friends, but you know. You he just to- needed a little
4: guidance. I mean, that's the thing. You have like Eric Draven, which is a 30 year veteran. So he can teach him the in-ring stuff. Josh Lewis is the same way he's been wrestling for a while. He's a veteran. So they deal with all the training and all that. And I just help them with their, I don't know, outside problems. I'm that father figure.
3: Gotcha. What else you got, Dustin or Tony. I got some things started in my head, but I want to give you guys the opportunity here.
2: I don't know. Dustin, you got anything? I'm still uh, thinking.
3: You're always thinking.
0: Your head's turning redder as we speak.
2: I, I, well, I know, cause he, <laughs> but he talked about his other group, you know, and he had some people in there. He had the butcher and somebody else. But now, you know.
4: Yeah, pure
2: evil. Yeah, Period. forever. I mean, damn. I'm just thinking that he's trying to, you know, form the same group again. You know, now he's going to have the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker because that's what it looks like Charlie Key is. He could be a Charlie. He could be a candlestick maker any day. because You know, I don't like him anymore. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you Charlie. Can be Charlie okay. Key's best friend, Tony. You were Charlie
3: Key's best friend.
1: Uh, and
3: Draven's best. And you, were so you were also excited. Draven's best friend at one point because I remember going to a show with you rhino happened to be at that show and you went up and hugged and got his autograph and and you know made kissy kissy with draven i remember that
2: and then you had to go and ruin it so you know it's okay
3: (laughs) how did i ruin that how did i ruin your your (laughs) fanboy relationship with with
2: Eric Draven. Everything you touch. Look, you know, you took touch, you touched Charlie Key, you ruined him, now he's gone to the dark side. You know, Eric Draven, he, he he was you know, gonna kick you in the nuts one of these days, but you turned him against everybody to join you and you're just ruining it all. All those little kids' hopes and dreams they had of Eric Draven, you know, being their hero, you ruined. Thank you. I remember Eric
4: Eric Draven was ruined way before Andy Shades come around.
0: (laughs) I mean, the thing
4: about it is I've, for years, I've been in the business for like 15 years. And every day up until probably what, two years ago, I couldn't stand Eric Draven in the custom made deal. But, you know, I finally figured it. Out how to get in his head too and it goes back to he just needed a father
3: everybody just needs a little daddy love
4: Yes, so
3: (laughs) Dustin what do you got
0: you said you got started later on in life with wrestling right Uh, what advice do you have for anybody out there that's thinking about looking into wrestling like how would you get into it and stuff like that I mean I know I've kind of reached out to a promotion near me and gotten to talk to a few people. Eugene is one of the main trainers there, um, from the old WWF days. Um, what, what advice do you give to anybody that wants to get into wrestling, whether it's being a wrestler, a manager, ref? I mean, what is, what, what advice can you give to anybody out there?
4: Go to your local shows. Uh, I know with hours over in Madison, we've got a good trainer been in the business for 30 years and that's what you just got to do. I mean, find a, find a independent. Now I shouldn't say that because there's a lot of mud shows around garbage wrestling, but you know, I mean, if you come to our show, you're going to see, you're going to see the flippy floppy stuff. You're going to see the technical stuff. You're going to see all of it. But if you go to a show and they're cracking each other upside the head with light bulbs and weed whackers and all that, get out of the door. They're an embarrassment to the business, and they need to go. It's garbage. But like you said, yeah, I mean, don't get me started on backyard wrestling. It's a joke. They're not properly trained somebody's going to get hurt bad so like you you said you reached out to eugene don't know him personally do know his work do know where he started right down in louisville kentucky at oh ohio valley wrestling um so at that point you had nightmare danny davis uh jim Cornette. And, uh, Rip, Rogers. and listen, Rip Rogers. Listen,
3: I don't want to have... I've suspended you, but but I don't want to have to kick you off this podcast either. You do not bring up Jim Cornette on this podcast.
4: <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just talking about <laughs> giving you a little history of the business. But no. Jim Cornette. Okay, I won't say the name again. Corny. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> no, but... You know, Eugene was trained by some of the best in Rip Rogers, especially. And uh, that's what you look for. I mean, there's all kinds of schools. uh, What uh, I can't think of his name now. Glenn Jacobs. Mm -hmm. Jacob Pritchard in Tennessee. That's a good one. That's Kane and uh, Tom Pritchard. That's a a good one to go to.
3: the Rhodes just opened one up in uh, Texas.
4: Yeah. Well, Morton School of Wrestling is also down in Tennessee.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, Monster Factory. That's in New Jersey, I believe.
3: Yep, And it's uh, actually not far from where I grew up.
4: Well, and there's been several wrestlers that I've known that's uh, come through Madison that uh, go up there. They have like weekend seminars Look into some of that. There's always some wrestler doing seminars. I mean, what we've had, the Mortons did seminars. Uh, The legendary Larry D has done seminar. Rip Rogers has come up there and uh, done seminars. And uh, Pat McAfee, he was trained by Rip Rogers. Okay. So, and, you know, when I saw him come, because I've always been kind of the whole sports figures or entertainers getting into wrestling. I've never was a big fan. But McAfee, when he started in NXT, he blew my mind. And then I found out that, you know, he'd been trained, uh, was working with uh, Rip Rogers. So,
3: so but so yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I don't, with these guys that come in and, and just, you know, get shit handed to them. So, how do you feel about Logan Paul? There we go.
4: (laughs) I'm not a big fan of the guy. The guy has been Uh,
3: handed everything. He's earned absolutely nothing.
4: Well, exactly right. Here's the thing with him, though. Let's look at it, I guess. Let's play devil's advocate. Look at all the views he has on, what, Instagram, whatever he's on, YouTube. Millions of followers. So, you know, Vince McMahon sees money. That's all that was. I will give him this. He's impressed me because he is a very athletic guy. But let's go back to this. I have the old school mentality. Either you're going to be a wrestler and you come in and you don't do all the big, because he'll do like WrestleManias or the Summer Slams. He might do three, three four shows. No. That's garbage. What about the guys that's been on the independents busting their asses for 10, 15, 20 years that have more talent? I mean, I'll throw out Jason Kincaid.
2: Yep. Yep. And, been, and, and, and
3: his opportunity. J- Jason Kincaid, uh, Aaron Williams. Uh, Aaron, oh, yes, Aaron Williams.
4: The veteran Jack Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's guys that have been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years, that that's all their dreams is to get to the higher level. And then, like you said, somebody like Logan Paul, hey, I got it this stupid little Pokemon card and sign me.
3: Yeah. I so mean this stupid motherfucker, you think he's ever set up a ring? Ever. No. Carried no. a board, carried a post, set up some ropes. Never in his life has he ever put in the work or put in the dues to be in the spot that he's been that he's been given. Ever. No.
4: But And I don't know this for a fact, but if you want to go that way, like, I agree. When I started, I put up the ring. You know, if they need me at the concession stand, I was working there. I did running the microphones one night. I was stuck doing refereeing for two years. I paid my dues. Did I learn a lot? And, Dustin, that's another thing, too. If you want to train, do the refereeing first. If they need a referee, do that. You learn a lot by just standing in the ring and watching and learning.
1: I mean, it
4: helped me out a lot. But it was like two years, two and a half years before I got to do what I wanted to do, and that was manage. Because, like I said, I was older, older when I started, already beat up, I knew I had no flips and flops in me, but you can look at NXT too, though. How many of them have ever put up a ring?
3: None, none. They're, they're
4: pretty pretty pictures. Yes. You send in an eight by 10 and I played basketball or football or baseball or whatever. I was a fitness model. Now I'm not sitting here crapping on them. Don't, Don't get me wrong. I'm not. But I do believe everybody needs to pay their dues because it's like with me managing, I'll be honest. I had the curtain jerking wrestlers, which is not a bad thing. Mid-card guys. I did all that and did all that. And then finally I got that break. And now I'm
3: at the top of the card.
4: Nobody the gave
3: it to me. me. Saturday, you were in the entire freaking show.
4: Yeah, no, it kind of wore me out. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you get you get that too. That's part of it. But like you said, you know, Pat McAfee is the same way. Or, you know, but. I think with the difference between me or Pat McAfee and Logan Paul, is Pat McAfee's always been a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. Pat McAfee, I think, probably wanted to do that. That was one of his dreams after football was to become a wrestler. But the thing about him was he didn't got, I don't think he went to Vince McMahon and said, Hey, we can uh, share social media people. He went and got trained by Rick Rogers. So, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I, I think you should have to pay your dues. Especially when you pay your dues and you start at the very bottom and you start working up, it just makes it that much better. You worked for it. Yeah. You worked for it. You didn't get it handed to you. That's right. And don't even get me started on Logan Paul's brother and his boxing.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we okay. don't need to get going on that. No, the only one the only one here that, that likes the Paul brothers is Tony. He drinks their drinks. Because he's an idiot. Right, Tony?
2: Alexa, add some more prime. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what else you guys got? Because I, I, I still have I'm still holding back on, on something I got here.
0: I don't know. So like, uh, growing growing up, like who were your favorite wrestlers growing up? I mean, like were you a, were you did you like WWF and WDCW, ECW, and all that, or were you more of an independent guy
4: as a fan? Independent uh, around here was Memphis wrestling or CWA. That was oh. uh, Jeff uh, Jerry Jarrett. Jerry the King Lawler, all that. That's what I grew up on. But luckily, where I live, high up on a mountain, we had good reception. That's when we had the old old school antennas. So I was getting stuff from Louisville, Lexington, Indianapolis, and Cincinnati. So I was getting – it wasn't WCW, it was NWA.
0: NWA, yeah.
4: So I got to see the N.W.A. I, I got watched Memphis, Texas, the world class. I got to see the Von Erics.
2: Uh, a little A.W.A.
4: every once in a while. Uh, then the WWF. And then the old Poffo, uh uh Leapin' Lanny, their dad, Angela Poffo, and Randy Savage. I saw their, I think it was ICW or something like that. Yeah.
0: That run out of Lexington.
4: I got to see that. So I got a wide variety of stuff. Uh, WWF, I will go on record and saying this. I do not and never have been a Hulkamaniac. Yeah, no. Because to me, back in that day in the 80s, Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan killed the territories. But kind of going back to uh, fandom, as you can tell, the Road Warriors was my favorite tag team. I can remember the first time I saw them come on TV, you know, these big old muscular guys with mohawks and the face paint. I was hooked. Uh, The Great Muda was another one, the WCW Japanese guy. Big fan of his, Bruiser Brody. I love the rough style, Terry Funk. I like middle age and crazy. I did watch ECW. I liked ECW. Uh, it got a little out of hand there at last, but because to me,
3: ECW, unlike unlike AEW, does now, and and AEW exists because the the, the fans were starved for something different than what yep. WWE was feeding us so that's why right. AEW exists but ECW at that time gave them something different yes. it was something different that worked it wasn't right. like we talked about backyard wrestling and all that and it was extreme there was a lot of blood and guts but you also had Rey Mysterio wrestled at ECW and he wasn't doing the blood and guts um, you know, they're uh, Eddie was there Guerrero, like a, a, yeah. Eddie Guerrero was there. Uh, Kurt Angle was there for uh, a cup of coffee until he got mad at something Sandman did. Um, yeah, they, uh, I think that's when the uh,
4: what they crucif I think Raven crucified Sandman or something like that. Yeah, 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 and yeah, well, and to me, ECW was a ripoff of Memphis Wrestling. Because if you go back and you watch some of the Memphis – that's where Paul Heyman got all that. Eddie Gilbert was in on uh, ECW at the very beginning. Where was he at? He was in Memphis all his life. That's where his dad wrestled and his brother wrestled. And it was just – I think they took that, the Memphis-type stuff, and just turned it up. But I will go back to this, too. Then then you get – if you want to go like hardcore and stuff like that, look at Terry Funk and cactus jack i think it was fcw Mm -hmm. in in uh japan Mm -hmm. that was the exploding rings and all that stuff and you saw aew rip that off but the thing about it is when funk and cactus jack was doing that they were telling a story a lot of it they teased they didn't just go okay we're gonna have a timer in the
3: well, that's a the thing about AEW, and what, where AEW does it wrong, is you have two guys in a match um, who have never wrestled each other ever before. Let's light a table on fire and put somebody through it. Why do you hate? Why do you hate your opponent so bad that you have to light a table on fire and put him through it? You have told no story as far as why you want to do that. You've never wrestled this guy before. Oh.
4: Well, not a yeah, like you said, if if it's just gonna be two guys wrestling, okay, whatever. But like you said, putting through the table, there's no story behind that. What's the reason?
3: Right. I mean,
4: I don't like people. We all know that. I, I can't stand <laughs> the fans. There's a lot of wrestlers I don't like. But the first thing I'm gonna not do. It's trying to put him through a, a flaming table. It it all goes about the storytelling. It's like AEW. I think you've got a guy that's got a lot of money in Tony Khan that was a super fan when he was young and he wants to be one of the boys. And he doesn't he he doesn't know anything about it, just what he saw on TV, because you can watch his shows. It's the same thing. Every match is the same thing. I think some of these guys, like the young bucks, and even probably John Moxley, because you look at Moxley, he didn't act like that in WWE, did he? No. Oh. And that's the thing. I think Khan said, "Well, do what you want, and what do you get? Every single week, he's always and, bleeding."
3: And what ha- what happened oh. to WCW when when they said do what you want?
4: Probably the same. Thing don't have the
3: AEW.
4: I mean, because the thing, what I've always, and you see it at Supreme and you see it at different, a lot of different places, WWE. It's like the rule is if you're going to have a match and you're going to use a chair, or you have a, let's say you have a hardcore match or no DQ or whatever. The three to five matches before it doesn't touch a chair right? because it's special. It's the story, but you look, and I don't even get the AEW pay-per-views because I'm not spending that good, hard money on that garbage, but everybody swung a chair. Everybody was bleeding. They're all the same. There's no difference. And I think it's, you know, and ECW even told a story. Look at the Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. Oh, yeah. Raven and, and Tommy Dreamer. There was stories. They built up to that point to where they was actually trying to kill each other. Right. And you just can't go in, just
3: boom, there you are. Yeah, you can't just go in and, and try to, like, end your your opponent's life for no reason. I mean, it doesn't. Doesn't make it. And if you're going
4: to do it, you build up the story and you wait to the big show.
3: That's right. Yeah, oh. You don't give it away for free on, on cable television.
1: <laughs> exactly right.
3: <laughs> but, but Paul Heyman would tell you make the money, right? <laughs> like, well, um, that's
0: just it. You got you to gotta build up a story to make people want to buy those uh, pay per view events or premium live events now, is what they're calling them. You know, I mean, I remember back growing up, we didn't get, we weren't like a big cable family. So like my, uh, we had a friend record WCW. So we watch all that, but I grew up WWF because we could get that, but we didn't have the independence around us up here in Minnesota. We all, you know, we didn't, you know, as a family growing up, we had a little bit, but not, not nothing crazy. Like, you know, like you guys have down there. Um, but uh. You know, I grew up watching that, but it was always like, well, we got, we got to rent this pay-per-view. We got to see, we got to see that first hell in the cell match. I mean, just being a kid growing up and watching that, like when Kane de- debuted, it's something i will always remember ripping the cell door off. And You always remember that, but they were building that up in your head that something's going to happen. And, and then it, it does, and it's not what you expect. I mean, that's what I, I love the story about it. You know, now like being around with Andy being more involved with wrestling meeting you guys when I was down there, you know, talking to some of the wrestlers, it's like, you know, I have more of a respect for wrestling for wrestlers because of the work, the hard work that they put in to do, put into the, the shows and the events. Yeah, it's-
4: it, it, exactly. I mean, I lost my thought here. Um, you look at AEW all out or all in the first one in London, he was making matches three days before he went to London. So what do you think he was going to get? And that's the problem. I mean, you got You got to do it. you got to tell a story. You yeah, can have them matches where they get out there and do flippy floppy stuff and and run 100 miles an hour. Hey, that's modern wrestling. Give some of that modern wrestling to the fans. But you need to give them some Memphis style. You need to give them some old school stuff you know blend it it just doesn't have to be one thing
3: but that's and that's what i was i you know the argument i do make on aew when when i play devil's advocate is it does give the stuff they have has a place in wrestling just not all the time um it can't be the same stuff but they that some of the things they do you won't see really on on wwe Right, um, right, but so there's a place, and then of course you have fans that are spending money, and 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 people that are are shitting on certain certain characters, like Orange Cassidy gets shit on a lot. Also sells the most merchandise, so there's a place for him because he's if he's selling the most merchandise, there's a place for him. Exactly,
4: but they fired the number one selling merchandiser two weeks ago, and that would be CM Punk. Oh, yeah. You look – but now me, my opinion on Orange Cassidy is a lot different than you. Does he have a place? To me, yeah, he kind of does on the unemployment line. (laughs) And the the reason I say that is because a business – that I wanted to get into ever since I was a little bitty kid and spent the last 15 years in, this goof comes out there and fake kicks. Okay. What are you going to do, Andy, if a guy comes up to you with his hands in his pockets, hey, you want to wrestle, and then taps you on the shins? I'm going to take I'm gonna him st- in the nuts. Exactly. <laughs> I'm probably going to sp- – flap the taste out of his mouth and try to let, light his ass on fire. That's well, my problem do you, with why orange do you Cassidy hate
3: him so much that you're lighting him on fire already. I'm kidding. I just <laughs> like lighting everybody on fire. <laughs> uh, so that's my thing. So I I no, but, got a, go ahead.
4: But you know like you say I'm not a big fan of orange Cassidy. People like orange Cassidy. I mean, so it is what it is. I don't like it. Usually, when Orange Cassidy comes on, I'll go in the other room and get something done and come back. You know, and that's me. You,
3: I'm I'm kind of bored by him at this point, but I will tell you that when I first saw him, I was entertained.
4: Well, let let me throw this out. This goes uh, to uh, back to a question that. Dustin did ask about, you know, how you get started all this. Here's a very important part. And I think Orange Cassidy is filling this. It's called evolving your character. Yeah. Yeah, Now, when I started this, it was much different. But this is what I've evolved. You have to – you look at The Undertaker. How many times did he evolve?
3: Oh, yeah. Chris Jericho. I mean –
4: Chris Jericho's done it. Orange Cassidy is stuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's trying to get out of it a little now because he's actually giving interviews and talking now, but I yeah. think it's too late. He needs no. to go away for a couple months and come back, reinvent re-invented, himself.
3: Reinvented, yeah.
4: I mean, because that's the guys that have the longevity is the ones that are willing to go away. Mm -hmm. reinvent himself and come back it's longevity just but there again you know where's orange cassidy i'm making the money i'm gonna ride it i'm gonna ride that horse until it dies so you know you just don't know what he's thinking right
3: so tony did you have
2: something no go figure
3: i've got a quick story and then i want to i'm going to follow it up with a question So I just now started because I I lost my job thanks to that asshole Tommy Cash. Uh, So I just started uh, managing uh, Fame and Firepower and Logan Logan Fenrir. Um, So I'm fairly new to that uh, aspect. However, this past weekend, I had a woman call me the F word and... I had a woman stand up and just about chase me. Um, so <laughs> So my biggest question I guess my, my question or my follow up question is what is the craziest thing you've had happen to you as far as a fan interaction goes?
2: <laughs>
4: now I was – I don't think I've ever been as mad as I was at that point. But when you think about it, but anyway, to set this up, this is when I was devious, Darren. And I had, you know, the, the my eyes had already turned white. Well, there was a couple in the back that said that I couldn't be a good guy. Oh, I'll take that bet. I can be a good guy. So I slide my shades on so they can't see my eyes. I go out there, and I think it was with Tommy Cash when I was in King's Court. We kicked him out of King's Court. Or was it Legion? Anyway, we kicked him out of a group. So I get out there with the shades. They can't see my eyes. I got my street clothes on, no character at all right. And I go out there and I tell the fans, I don't, I, ju- I just don't know what to do because you all don't understand that me and Tommy Cash rode down the road together. He was my best friend. And I think I'm stepping away from wrestling. And then the sheep started going, you do you. I pulled my glasses off, started laughing at them, called them all sheeps, made all kinds of fun to the fans, right? So the next morning I get up and walk out to my vehicle and one of them assholes had scratched the paint on the side of my fender on my truck. $500 worth of damage. I even
0: had
4: went and talked to some of the fan favorite wrestlers and like, Hey man, I know you don't like me. I can't stand you, but could you go out there and find the person that tore at my vehicle? Because we need to have a talk. It never happened. That was one of the worst. They damaged my property. I was mad. I'm still kind of heated as you can tell. But one of my friends pulled me aside and he goes, you know, that don't happen anymore. That's kind of like, the crap that happened back in the seventies and eighties when people were getting stabbed and all that. So, you know, it was cool, but it was bad. If it, you know, it cost me money. That's one of the worst things I've had. uh, I've been hitting the head with a cell phone. That that's one thing. And I will give you this. Uh, When you're out there, Put eyes in the back of your head. Watch your back. Because I've been in places that they don't – they see it for the first time, they get uh, excited. I had a fan come out of the crowd one time yelling and cussing and got up in my face, and luckily I – Luckily, I stopped because I think his father was standing there yelling he was a special needs kid, and I'm not going to strike a special needs kid. I'm not going to strike a kid. But the thing about it is people are stupid sometimes when it comes to that. And like you said, being called names, it'll get far worse. I've been called everything under the book. Now –
3: Well, I just found it funny that she called me the F word because really – like, in this day and age, and I'm not anybody who gets my feelings hurt by anything, but in yeah. this day and, and age, you gotta there's, be like, that way. there's like three words that are off limits in my book. Three words that are off limits. It's the N-word, the R-word, and the F-word. Those are pretty much the only only words off limits. Well, she dropped the F-word, and... um. And then then proceeded to get out of her chair and want to chase me, which I was really surprised at because the, by the size of this woman, it's probably the only exercise she's had in like the last 10 years.
4: <laughs> oh here here's my favorite now like this cuz I know who you're talking about. So, you know, I'll be out there and I don't cheat. Because I don't get caught. It ain't cheating. If you don't get caught. So then you're like, you
3: mother effer, blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, shut up. Oh, we could say motherfucker. Just don't
4: say yeah. other effer. Oh, okay.
1: Word. <laughs> okay. Okay. I
4: got you. So anyway, so, you know, like I said, I'm being called all kinds of names too. Stuff like that. One time I said something about kicking somebody's ass or something like that. Oh, you cussed. I can't believe you talk that way in front of my children. Oh
3: yeah, oh yeah. The same and then people start that call me out. all
4: kinds yeah. of names and cussing yeah,
3: me out like really. The same people but see, that my cuss thing you is, out, tell you to watch your mouth. It's it's it's. it's but, but you know what
4: I like doing to them, because you've heard my spiel. I call them unclean, filthy sinners, and all that. You know the best thing, especially works on them when they call you a name. You look at them. And you look at the child in front of them, you point at the child and you go, do you kiss that kid with that mouth? And it'll shut them up. Oh, yeah. I bet, but I bet it does. In me, I I don't pay attention to them. They're not, you know, whatever. You have your
3: opinion. Oh, no. But, I, was, I was really happy that I was getting called names and somebody was wanting to chase me. I mean, that's like, I did my fucking job. You did well, and you'll find
4: like the more that you do manage, the less you do sometimes pisses them off even more. I was just standing there Saturday night at one match and just kind of acting like I was going to do something. And everybody was calling me names, cussing me, wanting me thrown out of the building and all that. I'm like, I didn't do nothing but I love it. I mean, I've been actually one time. This is what another one we got the fans fired up over something. I don't even remember what it was, but half the fans left the building because it was bad, I guess. I don't know. So as me and these two other fellows were going up the hallway, we couldn't get in the locker room because the fans were blocking the way. So we go out in the parking lot and one of the security guys that just happened to be, his dad was involved in all this for, I think, I think the old man said something to one of the wrestlers, the wrestlers smart to back off to him. Like, like you do, that's what you pay for. And apparently a security guard wouldn't, any smarter to know that you know we were doing our job so next thing i know three of us is standing out in the parking lot with about 20 around us trying to whip us i mean yeah <laughs> yeah now, now you talking about getting fans mad that's how you do it
3: that's 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 fantastic i love it i love it I, you know the worst thing i think it, it, for wrestlers to go out and have crickets worst thing ever. Yeah. Worst thing ever. So, if they're if they're reacting, you're doing something right. Uh, oh yeah. What, what else you guys got? Tony looks like he's sleeping. Wake up wake the fuck up, Tony. All right. Wake, so, wake up, so, Tony. So Legion, remind us again, where can we find you on social media? All
4: right, you can find me on Facebook on Father Legion. Just hit the follow button and uh, TikTok. I'm at Father Legion 13, and that's where that's no wrestling, that's all reading. So, jump on there and give me a follow.
3: Awesome, yeah, do that. Make sure and then comment something that you listen to back talk or something like that.
4: So, it, yeah, um, comment back talk. Uh, if there's something you, you would like me to read. I always take suggestions. I'm not going to guarantee I'll do it, but you never know. It might be something I haven't thought of. So, if you want to hear a book or something, put it in there. I will not do Pride and Prejudice. There
3: you go. So, um, we're running a little late on time. I know we were trying to get into—this uh, was all good stuff. So, we didn't, we didn't really get there. We were going to get into fantasy football, which uh, did kick off this week and was fun. Um, a lot of a lot of crap talk. I think it's probably something we'll get into next week uh, when we have Blair back. Um, but the football season kicked off. Any surprises to anybody on the uh, on the football season, Dustin?
0: I didn't get to watch too many games because I was on my way home from Boone yesterday. The only game I really got a chance to watch was the Cowboys and Giants last night, and I, I watched maybe 20 minutes of that, and I, that didn't even last long, so I really didn't get to watch much football this week, but from the scores I saw, uh, you know, the Vikings losing to Tampa Bay. I mean, Baker Mayfield played great. Um, everybody sleeps on him, but I think he's a good quarterback, so I mean it is what it is there. I mean, Cincinnati losing to Cleveland, like they did kind of shocked me with the score I saw there. Didn't see the game. Um, Other than that, I mean, no really surprises. I mean, really, I mean, some of of these higher paid guys not showing up, I guess, like sign these new big contracts, not showing up. Yeah. Joe
4: Burrow. Exactly. I watched that and I'm not a football guy. And it's like, really, that wasn't impressive.
0: You're the highest paid guy in the NFL and you show up and do that. I mean, he is coming back from his injury. I mean, that is kind of like the thing, but, um, but I mean, some of the rookies that were signed this year that drafted, they looked like they balled out pretty good. Um, the future is great for the NFL, obviously. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but I mean, I guess that was this my thing is how many players signed big contracts that didn't show up
3: to play for that money. How did you feel about, Joe Burrow's performance is a diehard Bengals fan.
2: Dude, it's his first game. He didn't even play in the preseason, so come on. Same thing happened I, last year. He had the appendix out. Nobody didn't play plays in the, in the
3: preseason.
2: Started off the first couple games. I mean, he didn't even get to practice with anybody. He felt like two days of practice. He had a whole I mean, that's my thing year. is. Yeah, and where did they go last year? AFC Championship game and lost it.
4: Now, he did do that last year, though, didn't he? Kind of weak the first three, yeah. four games and then yeah. picked it up. So got the
2: appendix taken out and, you know, didn't do nothing in preseason. Didn't get to practice. Came out a couple games, a little rusty. It's all right, bro. It's going to be fun.
4: Yeah. Well, I, the first, I think, well, the first right. couple games, though, you can't really pay attention to them much, I wouldn't think, since, you know, they're just kind of starting or whatever. So,
2: and you know Cleveland's record against Cincinnati for the last, you know, six meetings. <laughs> Do you know what that what that record is? Cincinnati
0: no. has one win.
2: Yeah, there's like six and over oh six and one. You know, Cleveland. Oh, yeah, Cincinnati has one win. Game, so I mean, Cleveland Cleveland is a sleeper. So we've seen it. They yeah. went out. They spent the money. I mean, it's it's not going to last forever because you know Watson's going to get a massage and it's done for. Once he gets a massage, he's out of the league. So. Cause Andy, you're going to go
0: give him the massage.
2: Um, You know, (laughs) we will send him all kinds of masseuse up there. So.
0: Uh, I mean, that's my thing with the NFL. They went down to three preseason games. These star players don't play in the preseason. Then the first few weeks are just hit and miss like for fantasy football. It's like you drafted these guys like, okay, which one's going to show up today though? The Mm -hmm. first couple weeks. So
2: yeah. Look look at Richardson yesterday. He's a rookie. look what he did you know he but he played the
0: preseason got reps you know i mean i think like some of these star players i don't even think they practice much they show up lift weights maybe run a few routes or throw a few (laughs) balls and they leave you know watch them tape per se but i don't think they're balling out like you know like these rookies that come in ar-15 look great from what i've saw in highlights um some of these other rookies they they showed up and they played but they're, they're trying to make the money. That's why when like when I look at fantasy football, I look at these te- the players that are like on a contract year that have to ball out to get paid, not these guys that just sign contracts that are going to be like, oh, I just made X hundred millions of dollars. I don't really care anymore. That's almost what it feels like to me. Like these guys that hold out on contracts, it's like I can't go to my work and say, hey, I'm going to stop working until you pay me more. I need to sign a new contract. Like, finish off your contract. Like, uh, was that Jones for Kansas City Thursday night? He's actually sitting in the booth holding a Seahawks hat. Well... <laughs> I mean, it's just
3: sad. Let, let's put it... That in, these guys are going to hold out. As far as week one goes. The it's highest... The highest points in fantasy football came from a defense. Yeah. No. So... It's like that. That's not going to happen again probably the rest of the season. Um, Tyreek Hill. Man, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about leaving uh, Tua on the bench there, Tony?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's terrible, but, you know, that's why I drafted him. So he will be starting next week, so it's okay. So what are you going to do Who'd with you start? What are you
3: going to do with Cousins after you drafted him away from me?
2: Oh, he's going to sit on the bench. He's going to sit there for a little bit until you can think about what he did. Does he know that? Have you told him? No, he don't really care.
3: (laughs) Well, shit.
0: Like, like, that's the thing with Cousins, from what I read and heard. The one fumble really wasn't on him. The frickin' lineman hit the ball. Strip sacked when he get hit, when no one hit, blocked the guy. You know, the interception, I don't know if it was his fault or not. I didn't see it. But, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Can't blame it. I don't don't think he had it. I
3: don't, uh, yeah, he had the turnovers, three turnovers. Not good, but JJ had a great game. Um, the defense, the Minnesota defense, Addison came out is so different from what it was last year. Um, so, but we'll kind of dig into fantasy football a little bit more probably next week.
2: So, I Um, I do have a question. Legion, Legion. So, who's your team? Yes.
4: I don't have one. Oakland Raiders back in the day when they had Marcus Allen. I was, just, I was gonna say, with the way with with the way he looks, he's gotta be part of the Raider Nation. Yeah, back in the day, I I don't have time to watch much football, yeah. but I watch local teams like I watch Cincinnati, Indianapolis, not so much after they got rid of Pey- Peyton Manning. I have no time for him, so
1: there you go. Yeah, that's good.
3: Well, Tony, uh, we're running on about a little about where we want to wrap up anyway. So you
2: want to wrap us? You want to take us home? Yeah, let's go around the table. Let's we'll start with the opposite. We'll start with Dustin. Dustin, uh, final thoughts.
0: Uh, Legion, thanks for joining us. It's good to get to know you. Uh, you're a great guy. Uh, like he said, follow him on TikTok and Facebook at his at his pages he'll let him out again before we leave here um no great show like, like i guess legion nice to see you again uh the books are <laughs> awesome for sure if you ever get a chance to get a book read to you from legion in person do it don't shy away from it that's all i can say with that but no we got a big race coming up for our local track to end our season here in a couple weeks so we'll be getting gearing up for that working there and getting everything going there. Um, But other than that, not much else going on. Just work and all that fun crap like we always do. Andy?
3: Well, shit, I don't know what I got going on, to be honest with you, this week. Uh, So I I really don't know. I do know my son better stay out of my business because the table will be (laughs) the easiest thing he ever did um if he keeps sticking his nose in my business um legion as always oh. love seeing you love talking to you i like the book thing is to me and maybe it's not well, everybody's cup of tea but to me is like the best thing since well, i don't know what what the last like big trend was but like it's it, it's it's just i mean it's just entertaining right like yep. if you guys are looking for cheap fun entertaining entertainment Check out Legion on TikTok. Like, it's just fun. You guys scroll through all the TikTok videos anyway, right? And all the dumb shit. Go check out what he's doing because it's it's entertaining. Yep. Um, it's thirty seconds to a minute of your life and you'll be entertained for all thirty seconds to a minute. So, uh definitely check it out. So I appreciate you coming on here and uh hanging with us and telling your stories and, and giving us some insight. Uh to where you've been and in, in, in wrestling. Um, so yeah, that's about all I got.
2: Okay. Legion, you got any final thoughts? Uh sure.
4: First of all, I would like to thank y'all for having me. Uh I've had fun. I usually don't have fun because I don't like fun. But anyway, uh just like Andy said
1: Follow me on Facebook.
4: Follow me on TikTok, and you can come and see me every Saturday night at Supreme Wrestling. And again, thank you very much uh, for having me, and I had a fun time.
3: Awesome, and, and shout out those your uh, your names on TikTok and your handle, yeah, so everybody's got you.
4: Yeah, Facebook is Father Legion. Give me a follow. It's uh, it's a new thing. It hadn't been up for two weeks, but anyway, Father Father Legion on Facebook and then TikTok is Father Legion thirteen. And I will be putting some new TikToks up in the next
2: couple of days. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Thanks um, Yeah, so well, like I do have one more thing. Um, so did you ever see uh Guardians of the Galaxy Legion? yes man i knew that's where i knew you from i'm sorry i mean we didn't mean to take you away from stealing the infinity stone so i'm glad you (laughs) come here and try to not steal our planet Andy wouldn't know that because he doesn't watch a damn movie so but i appreciate you being here not stealing our infinity stone and trying to kill our planet so with (laughs) that we've had fun we've had a good time so cheers everybody you know i'm doing it old school so i don't have my stand so i can't grab my phone and grab my mountain dew and cheers and drink everybody but yes Tune in next week. Hopefully, Blair's back, and, you know, we've had fun. So, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing and join us and liking, sharing, and commenting. And we haven't said the whole show. Backtalkus at gmail.com. Send us an email, and we'll read it. And, you know, if you have any suggestions or anything, but that's it. So We, might read, we might read it, and we might read the whole
3: email, and we might read just parts <laughs> of your email. Just depending on what happens, so there's no fucking guarantees on if we read your old fucking email.
2: You heard it, so we might read it, we might not. Who knows? Who cares? It's been fun. See you guys. See ya. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. C.
2: C. You know I'm casting with Peroni Tony Yeah 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 Who's up in this podcast?
1: Who is podcast? Blaze it up Tony talking stuff up just to pee my boys yeah we talking stuff up Andy surely be looking good in the shades and when we say it on the mic Dustin we got it made money guns just a pee yeah they living it up low life yo life boys we talking it up slaying while we playing on the pockets for sure slip my boy four shots when he's got work in the morning Draven looking me strange but you know I don't care step into the pod shed and see what happens in there quit squawking a back talk we'll hit you with the bat take a kick to those nuts and take a bomb on this mat B-Town he's as a man with the shades, and if your nuts get cracked, dude, shut your face. Come back, get back, that's a part of success. If you believe in back talk, you'll be relieving your stress.